Hello and welcome back to Daily Encountering Christ Devotions, the wonderful part of the day where I love diving further into the Word of God and getting to talk about God. It's a wonderful thing to talk about God. Um, <clears throat> even today, went to the gym and my day kind of got shot. Like it was a rain out. Like, and so then nothing else was going according to plan and but but God had everything under control because like he wanted me to be at the gym at a certain time and I didn't understand why but then I go to the gym and I'm on the treadmill and those of you that know me that's a hard to believe thing <laughs> but I was on the treadmill and uh then I'd been on there for just a short period of time. A guy was walking by and something caught my eye. And so I started talking to him and he was going to the treadmill, like on like two away from me. Um, and then we just got to talking and he got right beside me. And then an hour and a half later and five miles later, yes, I was not walking. I was walking at a fast pace, but, uh, like a 20 minute mile, <laughs> But uh, it was a blessing. Um, God knew exactly. It was iron sharpening iron right there in the gym. And uh, different people would be at treadmills around us. And you know they could hear us because we were not like we were we weren't like yelling or screaming or anything like that. We were just talking each other right beside each other. And um, then finally that got done and I got to do my workout and uh today was leg day well um then some then like this guy turned and he was uh older gentleman 76 young 76 years young and uh like he turned and smiled and i smiled at him and was i don't know something somehow he just started talking and come to find out he is a prison in the prison ministry and he has been doing that for years and then he also has been trying to get together a um iron man uh group of christian people that are worried about their physical fitness and uh, that need to be healthier. We all need to be healthier. I need to be healthier. So, like, that's something that we all should strive for. But then uh, just talking about God and then we went back to our workouts. And then <clears throat> on his way out, he stopped me. And he got my phone number. And uh, so it was awesome. And he, we, we both agreed that our meeting was a divine appointment. Um God uses different people to encourage each other. And he encouraged me. And uh, I hope that I encouraged him. But God is so good. He is. And even though it feels like our day is all jacked up and everything is all out of whack, um, God is still on the throne. And he leads and guides us in the way that we need to go. And he, he designs everything the right way. And when we think everything's not working out, he is working it out. And that is why all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. But you know what? That's not the scripture of the day. 
The scripture of the day is Genesis 2 and 7. And the Lord formed, the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Adam found God in the garden. Moses found God in a burning bush. The three Hebrew children found God in a fiery furnace. David found God in a field while singing songs and walking, watching sheep. Daniel found God in a lion's den. Jonah found God in a well. <coughs> Peter found God while fishing. John the Baptist found God out in the wilderness. Paul and Silas found God in a prison cell. Some have found God in their vehicle. Some have found God on the street. Other people have found God while exercising or outdoors. As the example that I gave earlier. Some have found him in places you would never imagine. On a battlefield. As they say, there's no atheist in foxholes. Different people have found him out on the street as a homeless person. There's other people that have found him found him at homeless shelters or there's other people that have found God in a crack house or in a bar. You may not believe it, but I know it so because I myself experienced different things and I know people that have experienced things where they found God in different places. Where are you looking for God? Are you looking for God at all? I love music and two music songs that come to my mind is I went to church in a Chevy by Jordan Davis and the other songs where I find God by Larry Fleet. Each person has to find God. Church is one place you can find him, but you can also find him wherever you are. I've heard stories of people out in the woods or in the mountains experiencing God. I've read stories of people in prison for their faith, or people in concentration camps in Germany finding God. He doesn't live in a church or a box. God does inhabit our praises and is everywhere. I don't know why that that song keeps playing in my head. Um, that I went to church in a Chevy, and uh, you know it's it's one of those things, and that. We all think that, well, not all of us, um, different people think, oh, well, I got to go to church to find God. No, you don't. There, there's many people that have, like, for me, I, like, one of the times that I really um, poured my heart out to God, it was not in a church. It was not on a church pew. It was not at an altar. It was on the steps of a house. I was in a house in the stairs that led to the second floor that that uh that you know it's just I don't know even how to explain it but um there's Different places we can find God. Hold on one second here. I'm trying to find. 
when you fat finger. Um, <laughs> here we go. <clears throat> um, I found the, the lyrics to it. I woke up today, the world felt heavy, so I grabbed my keys and went for a drive. Followed some county road wherever it led me past a fell on a porch and a Texaco sign. Crossed the bridge, run over a creek, miles of fields, forests I could see. There wasn't no steeple, wasn't no people, wasn't no pews. But right there, a little past two, I went to church in a Chevy on a two-lane on the side of the road. Sun coming up, cutting through the live oaks, wind through the window like a whisper on a breeze. Out there in the quiet, heard him talking to me. Amazing grace came flooding through the windshield. Felt some broken parts of me start to heal. My loss getting found, no one else around. Middle of nowhere dirt, I went to church in a Chevy. You know, and I'm not going to sing the whole song, but uh, it's <laughs> it's up to you where you have your God moment. It's where you decide to have it where you allow God to enter into your life and enter your heart and where you get real with God. You can have that moment with God and he desires to share it with you. God wants for us to want that with him. We need to get real and serious with God. We need to open our heart completely. We need to stop hiding things from him or trying to hide them. Take off your mask. Stop lying to him. Stop being fake. Give up your sin and habitual sin and repetitive sin and tell him to clean us up. Then we need to allow him to do whatever he wants to do in us and through us. Maybe you'll cry a little or a lot. Maybe you'll see sins and demons fall away and off of you. Maybe your blinders will fall off. Maybe your miracle will take place. Maybe your physical, mental, or spiritual healing will take place. But you will never know if you don't make time for God. Make appointment with the doctor of doctors today. Make sure that you make an appointment with the king of kings today. The king of kings and the great physician is ready for you. Dear Lord God, we thank you right now. We thank you for being a part of our life. We thank you for the scripture. We thank you for the word of God. And I thank you for this opportunity for me to talk about God. Thank you for the freedom that we have to share God. And thank you for giving me the desire. Now, God, I pray that you move in different families, that you help them to find you, Lord, that when you formed man out of the dust of the ground and you breathe into his nostrils the breath of life, I pray that you do the same now, that you help the different souls out there become a living soul, Lord, that you breathe breath into the dry bones, that you renew them, restore them, Lord. Walk into the families, walk into the homes, restore families, restore marriages, restore friendships and relationships, restore children to their parents, restore health to those that need it. Heal the sick and the diseased. Lord, I pray that you move in a mighty, mighty way. 
Lord God, I pray that you move in such a mighty way that lives are changed and hearts are mended. Move, move, I pray, Lord God. Lord God, thank you so much for everything you do and you've done. Thank you so much for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins. Thank you for each person that listens to this. Thank you for the encounters that you've given me today. Touch their lives, touch their souls, Lord. Touch Francisco and touch John. Move in their life, move in their families. Bless them above and beyond their imagination. And Lord God, if there's anyone out there that they are thinking about suicide or self-harm or harming others, Lord, I pray that you move in them, that you surround them with your love, you surround them with your Holy Spirit, that you surround them with your angels, that you move in, on, and through them in a mighty way. Surround them with your love. Pour out your Holy Spirit upon them. Lord God, I thank you and I praise you. I thank you for everything. Thank you for touching these people. Thank you for touching this one person and that person and each person. Thank you for showing up in their time of need. Thank you for loving them. And Lord, if there's anyone out there that wants to know you and needs to know you as their Lord and personal Savior, and they need to ask you into their heart, give them the strength and confidence and the peace that they need right now to ask you. Lord God, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from my unrighteousness. Heal my heart, my mind, my soul. Come into my my heart and make it brand new. I give it to you. I give you my life. I lay it down at your feet. Be the Lord of my life. Be the king of my heart. Take my life. Use it for your will, for your plan. I'm yours. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins. Thank you for coming into my heart. I give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, the beautiful part is that now you you can know for sure that you are a child of God. You can e- even know that you have an all-access pass to the throne of God. But it doesn't end right here with just asking Jesus into your heart. This is an ongoing relationship. This is the beginning of the relationship. This is basically... The honeymoon part of a marriage, I guess you would say. But after that, you don't quit. You don't stop. You don't stop just the relationship with Christ. You keep on going. You keep getting closer to God. And you read the Bible. You pray. You continue to search the word of God and know the word of God. The Bible said, thy word have I hidden my heart that I might not sin against you. Where are we going to be when we don't have Bibles? What are we going to do when we're in a situation and we don't have a Bible, we don't have a phone right there, and we can't combat with 
reading it off of a screen or reading out of a book. We need to have it in our heart. There's different people in in prisons around the world for their faith and they have the word of God in their heart. How much of the word of God do you know that you have hidden in your heart? And see, that's what you get to do. You get to search, know the word of God and you get to pray and get to know God through prayer. And then also praise and worship him. Show your love to him. He desires our praises. He desires to hear from us and to talk to us. That's all you got to do. I know it sounds like maybe a lot, but it's not. It's just a relationship that is the most beautiful thing in the world. Better than any other relationship ever. And he's the friend that sticks closer than a brother. He's the love of your life that never lets go. He's the one that's there for you each and every time. Remember that. And remember, Jesus loves you. I love you. And iron sharpens iron.